Hi everyone, and welcome to RX Rounds, a podcast that focuses on health education in the Caribbean community. I am your host, Alandra Mitchell. Hey Roundup, I know you guys are excited to hear more from Freetown Collective, so I'm just going to jump right into it. This is Everything Normal Part 2 with Freetown Collective. So what about, um, you know, Lou talked about the Thursday live. What other projects do you guys have going on? I mean, from, from the looks of it, for me, you guys look more busy as creatives than anybody else that I've seen. Um, you know, just keeping the rest of the world engaged and because I'm saying the world because you guys have a huge platform um, and reaching so many other people outside of Trinidad, outside of the Caribbean. So, um, you know, I think that's great. But what, what other stuff you guys have? There's um, a lot of interest in internal work going. So we've been finishing up our website, working on that with, you, with our manager, Karen, um, trying to get our website right. Um, we've entered into an interesting relationship with B-Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> so we try to work that out too. Um, yeah, and, and I think I know. I know for for Roca Sanlu and and more so Lou at this point and on our designer getting the look and the feel of of the lives correct. Um, and and on our end now also trying to get the sound and 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 the look from our in terms of recording and stuff getting it correct. Because if there's one thing on this team, we try not to be complacent. And even those of us who might tend to be complacent, we get we ask kicked into not being complacent. So um, things is pushed forward. Things Hi. is pushed forward. No, things is pushed forward, you know what I mean? Hi, I'm complacent. Hi, I am sometimes complacent. <laughs> I'm complacent. <laughs> now we just do what we want Yeah, we just actively do what we want to do. And, when we, and sometimes we, yeah. yeah. But yeah, there's there's this thing. I think I think as a band too, we all kind of thinking of different ways um, as we move forward. We need to hear what the news is, how to how to think. You know, our manager has been using the word pivot a lot. How we pivot in this time. So. Oh, nice. And I think um I think to be fair, Karen, um, management has been aware and very um he's like checking if you need to. Is everybody okay? So I, I think that he's allowing space as well for each of us to process what's happening and respond to it where we can, you know, as we can, Un- unless it's something like super deliverable. And then you get a message in caps or with like an exclamation mark. <laughs> can I get oh, this free. today? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, he's but, banned uh, from sending me anything with more than one exclamation mark. Like <laughs> he's been given no space <laughs> to let people go through. Um, I thought... I haven't mastered how I feel about all this. I've been kind of complacent, which is strange-ish for me. But it's something to, to learn that you're, you're not infallible and that you could forget to do things. And the same things that you were upset that people forgot to do. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. How much are you um, paying for this group therapy? How much are you paying you? You all will get muffins when I actually could bake properly. I call oh, Netflix, um, the British baking show. I do watch that okay. if you're interested. All right, that, that might be it. Is that a reality show? <laughs> kind of, it's like a, a competition. Uh, <laughs> I do that. I can't do as reality we, shows. As we actively baking and cook, I, I don't, yeah, I don't, I, yeah, I wanted to say that, that, um, when Melanie spoke about the cooking as a chore, for me, cooking is relaxing, for yeah. me, cooking is, is escape. Um, I 
I don't know if it's, it's the DJ and me, but mixing things together, cooking, baking, that kind of stuff. Like, I my bread right now, my bread on fleek, dog. Like, my bread hey, has never been this good. <laughs> so you got any doubles yet? No, no, no. I, I do. I try and not to not to be ridiculous with what I eaten because it's so easy to get complacent with your with your um diet. Mm-hmm. That there was yeah. a week when we did a bunch of fried stuff and it was it showed. You felt you know, it. Yeah, you you feel the difference. Uh, we did like pilori and fried chicken and it was it was a bad bad week. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying. So good, but so good. Right. It was so bad, but so good. So I'm trying to to, to have so it balance. Good. Um, and for me, I, I really want to, I take in this time to, um, to really try and up my skills on the bass guitar because it, I am very new to it and I have been actively trying to work on it. Like I said, I'm here in this meeting and right now I, I have it in my hand cause I'm playing. Just I wonder, getting my fingers. Yeah. I'm just getting my fingers. I, did, to, to do it. I also like from before I used to, way before when it was just Lou and I, I used to play solo guitar and then I kind of put the guitar down and I really haven't. And I've been picking it up more and at least trying to get onto the back the barcodes and stuff so for me the thursday concerts have been my escape i mean like just an opportunity for me to like get past everything that i had going on in the day and just kind of like just sit and listen to some good music some positive vibes so it's really good to hear that you guys have been taking care of yourselves even though you've been taking care of us all of this time because not a lot of artists have been doing anything to kind of put back positive energy into what we're going through so you know, um, I wanted to, to comment on that. I, I see a lot of people complaining about, about that and they expect certain artists to, to, you know, give back to the space and all that without yeah. realizing that it's, it's difficult sometimes. Um, like I know, I know that in the early Bungie Garland, for example, was one of the artists that he started doing a Twitter bar and, you know, he was uh-huh. and thing, but then one day he just like stopped, he just stopped tweeting, he stopped everything mm-hmm. and, you know, and people was like, where, where are these soccer artists? Where are they going and all that? And some of these guys are going to go into a serious state of depression because their life for how many of a years has been after Carnival, they jump on a plane and they just go and they go. And then that's income for them and their families. And it's the lifestyle Aww. that they've grown accustomed to. And sometimes they, they're not mentally like prepared for what is going on. And for the pivot that Karen keeps telling us to do, like we are fortunate that we haven't had, like this was probably Freetown's most successful year um, so far in terms of like soca and whatever that that genre is, right? And we were poised to do a bunch of things. Yeah, so we were. almost finished. We were poised to 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 you know go on some trips and to make a big difference in in the way that we have been performing and where we've been performing and even yeah. for us we had to adjust to it just things just get cancelled like it just cancelled so mm-hmm. imagine somebody who already planned the entire year and the entire income for the year on yeah. on these things you know and i see kes trying to to have a little fun on instagram and try, to try and be a little live but you could see it in, in their eyes when you look at them you could see that they're not they're not 100 percent there yeah and last night i saw voice do a concert and I it was, did yeah it was great people people seemed to enjoy it but the approach that he took for me it was it looked like a soccer artist who really wants to perform on a stage and he's like you know what I could do it home so I'm gonna do it and relieve some sort of frustration for himself and then on behalf of 
of soca fans around the world who want that experience, that pyrotechnics and that big glam and that big glitter. Because even as much as we've been doing concerts, our concerts are very much uh, Freetown style. Is mm-hmm. acoustic is is what we are comfortable doing, and it works. Luckily, um, people are home and they can take it in in the way that they take it in. Um, people have been wanting to go out and party, and they can't. The DJs have been facilitating to some extent. Um, but there's no production value in, in the DJs when they go live. They just go live yeah. and play music. I remember too, um, some of those um, bigger artists as well, they're employers. So it's not just they lose their money. They know That's that they the have a team. team, everybody. They have children exactly. and, and they you have know. To study, they have to study that. Now, how are they going to make sure that these people who have been depending on them for how many ever years are going to continue eating? How are they going to be able to pay them and continue to live? You know, we see a lot of shaming, especially on social media, you know, not only in terms of the um, artists and them, but in terms of people who are just looking for opportunities to go out and leave their homes. They're getting shamed on social media. Like, you know, you, we're supposed to be staying in. Why are you going somewhere? And not really fully understanding how important it is for them to find that place, you know, that escape. Um, so, yeah, it's really yeah, hard to the- think about all this. On the other side of that, though, and I will say this, there's a lot of the measures we are being asked to take, right? If I decide I'm going to spare fish or I'm going to die with my virgin or whatever I'm going to do, he isolates and I isolate and the two of we go, we think we'll be fine. This is not about the individual, though, because if 20,000 people decide that same thing, then we have a problem. So the individual is kind of making a sacrifice. And, and I know I still say from a very privileged position, right? Maybe that person really needs to escape. But I feel like shaming is a word that is kind of get tossed around to cover a lot of things that sometimes some people just damn well need to be shamed. Like some people are entrepreneurs and take a little shame. No, I mean, maybe I might be wrong for saying that, but I feel like shaming is a word sometimes we throw it around to kind of smooth things over. There are some people who have no damn reason to be out of the house and who just don't want to face themselves and they're not staying inside and doing it. And there are other people with extraneous circumstances, of course, who, who you know. But yeah, some people... No, I would agree with you. I think a lot of people use it as an excuse. But at the same time, I, I think it's very difficult for us being outsiders to judge everybody's situation. So not everybody is very is exactly the same. Um, but I do agree with you. You know, we need to be very forceful in terms of telling individuals where um, the reasons for, for this sheltering in place and, you know, why it's so important and how we can prevent the spread of this virus and contact tracing and things of that nature. Even for me, you know, when I first found out that the borders were closed in Trinidad, I was thinking very selfishly, I'm like, I need to get home because if something happens to my parents or my brother, I, what am I going to do, you know? Um, And it took a long time. It actually, this was the turning point for me where I realized I needed to start looking at opportunities to bring light to the situation um, and really, you know, focus on what this uncertainty is doing to everybody. Just before this... Should... Go ahead. No, you go ahead, Tish. I was just going to say, I think sometimes we need to also remember that the most social distance certain people get is when they do them runaways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there are people, like, I grew up in a house where it was more people than it had beds at points in time. Mm-hmm. You could imagine Corona hitting, hitting, hitting then. 
I grew up in a yard where everybody knew if you don't have food, if you don't have this, if you don't have that, you could come. Do you know, like so many people, my grandmother is now turning away people who come in the morning for a cup of tea and thing because she, because I paranoid for her to hand it to them, right? It's like, we talk about social distancing and yeah, we talk about blasting these people and I'm not saying no, you're, you're putting people at risk. You should stay home. But home is a real funny concept, you know, and I'm not talking about the ones that will go out and zest on the beach and ball, you know, to hell with Gary and whatever. That is not what I'm talking about. Although, granted the age, that is the age of that. That is the age where people out there doing them thing. And yeah, that is the age to get reprimanded. But some of these people are coming from places where every day they're here and quarreling. Three people lie sleeping, three people sleeping on a bed. It don't have water. It have places that don't have water. Revanting is where some people that have to go to wash, have to go to do certain things. And when you're yelling at people and embarrassing them loud, 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 because you have been embarrassed now over the past couple of weeks, right? Because armed forces are now being embarrassed. So now we're going back and we're embarrassing other people now loud 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 but not asking any questions no questions all we're hearing is them yelling and carrying on and all right no problem but we're not getting to hear where these other people coming from that was on that bus or that was thing we ain't going and see where them is we're just saying it good for them but for some of them that same embarrassment worth it you know than have what it is they had to deal with home so again what are the things that are being put in place to deal with people and help them be able to stay home. I don't um, think embarrassment is always the thing. I, I agree. I don't think embarrassment is the way either. Um, I think that they well, have been... Some That's what I was about to say. I was about to say that they have some people who walk into the embarrassment. They look for it. Like when you put yourself on social media showing that you are breaking the law and showing that you are defying the, the, the rules or the whatever, you are inviting that into your space if if i like where i live a lot of people here are not they're not taking it on they're really not taking it on i mean they're not they're not going about trying to break rules i mean i i end up in about three roadblocks in one day last week on my way to work and every time i bounce up the police they were quite pleasant it was strange like it was very strange to meet pleasant police officers um because they, they look aggressive and they've been and they've been walking around with their guns and all that but when they talk to you they start with hello good morning how are you mm-hmm. and i was like what what's going on i was the trap <laughs> yeah and i mean i think that they have been, they have been getting training they have been i know that they have been focused focusing on the pr element of the police mm-hmm. like in recent times uh, and I think that what we see in response, like when we see that video in response to the to the youth men on the bus and all that stuff, is it will just happen just so like I don't I don't think that the the I mean the youth men post a video the day before saying you know fireball exactly <laughs> so when the police like, catch uh, yeah. you is act accordingly. I and I had mixed views about it too, yeah. Me and my aunt we fall out. She said, Good for that, thing, thing, thing. I was like yeah, buddy, how? Buddy, we are disagreed. She was like, nope, you break the rules, thing. I say, all right, cool. I mean, you also have to make an example. I mean, you have, you have to make examples for people to see. 
Yeah. But I doubt them is the only people running away. They are. And I doubt I them is the only groups getting catch. But I, but I, I haven't seen certain videos of other that people getting loud. I ain't see that. Because they, they want everybody to stay home, but my home and your home is not the same home. Two different things. Yeah. You might end up with a revolution on your hand that you wasn't really prepared to. Like, well, we really think this true. Mm -hmm. oh, that's also, why I think free tongue does what we do. Mm. I also think that it's hard to, to police a community that doesn't see itself or feel as, as a community. And what this has done is that it has exposed in a very raw way how much we have gathered for convenience and not because we are a real community. Exactly. Some of these people, it's some, deep people some of these people who, who we are seeing um, acting out, they've always been displaced. They've always been disenfranchised. Being recalcitrant is not anything new to them. Right. They know that whether we are in times of peace or war, they have, to, they, have, they have their own hell to catch. And uh -huh. there's no help coming from anywhere unless I bring it home, mm -hmm. unless I go out there and look for it. Mm -hmm. And if they have that, that, that way of looking at themselves as the providers, then they're going to look at themselves as, as, as being deserving of whatever leisure they create for themselves. Yeah. I'm, not saying the, I'm not saying it's the right, it's the right thing, I'm saying uh, there's a difference in, in looking at how we ought to be and how we really are. It's like, let's say, let's, say, let's, say, let's say about four months ago, right? I really sat down and I said, but wait now. I am from a very good country. I appreciate this country. But one of the things about this country that I wish I could contribute towards fixing is getting as many people as possible to see that we have a good country. Not everybody see that we have a good country, you know, and that's, and that's a problem. Not everybody can see the value of our motto and our watchwords. Like if we really took the time to understand that this is the bedrock of who we are, then in times like this, we know it's together, we aspire together, we achieve. We know it's discipline, production, tolerance. But we don't live by those words because there was never a time in our early indoctrination where these were meant to be part of our existence. And I'm talking mm -hmm. to us, goodly oh, privileged middle, middle class folk. Yeah. Oh, uh -huh. one talk to uh, them. No gonna say that is one talk to them about again. together we aspire, together we achieve. <laughs> Go and talk no. to them about discipline, production, tolerance, now. No, but that's the thing, right, Lou? It's is communication. That, that you'd be surprised in, in, in those communities that you're talking about. Together we aspire, together we achieve. Is that's right. part of the community. Because... A part of it, not, not, not those particular words in that order. Yes, sir. Okay, yes, no. sir. Be because on an individual level, you have displacement and disenfranchisement. But then they belong to a community that is also displaced and disenfranchised. Mm -hmm. And they belong to a district that is also displaced and disenfranchised. And if we really want to go deep, they belong to an ethnicity that is commonly displaced mm -hmm. and disenfranchised. So together they aspire. Yeah, and it's like, it's like Tish was saying, even the entire system is not set. So when somebody tells you to stay home and that there are going to be checks coming in and saying, right, how about set our men who are displaced people who live in on the road and saying, who just come by my house or right through? Anybody who come by me know I am my whole section are, 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 are crackheads and homeless people and things who just come. And many of them are asking me if the stimulus applies to them, if they could get money, if they could think, because now they have 
them who didn't have nothing to begin with have nothing. Like nothing. nothing. You know what I mean? Nothing. So the system is not, I mean, Lua said it many times, the system is not broken. It was, it was made this way. Exactly. Wow, exactly. Time for some light and news. Yes, yes. Sure. Um, next second, all is Well, there's not a way to go light. Let's. Can I get something? Some, can you sing something? Do, do, da, do, 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 Oh my God. Not working? Nope. <laughs> not working. Sorry. Yeah, um, thanks so much for trying, though. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll send you a video that you could put at the end of the podcast. Oh, perfect, perfect. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> um, so, any final words of encouragement for our audience? Well, this is Trinidadians, everybody up the islands people outside of the islands in Canada and US that, you know. Yeah, I, I want to say to all the, all the young people, Jared, like to, to all of us right now, this is a time for us to think real differently and to capitalize on the opportunity that has come our way. The opportunity to self-reflect, to do better, but also to realize a new, a new Caribbean society and a new way of thinking, Jared, like this is our time. This is our time for those who've been talking revolution, for those who've been talking and trying to make a different world. Like, the opportunity is here now and it might be real difficult to navigate your way out of it but we're not gonna see a chance like this again in the near future i don't believe and yeah it's our time to sit and to really ponder and think and fix yeah. anybody else have anything i was just gonna say that um normal is not normal um and i i i think that what mud said i think all of us have to think about where we're gonna sit in the new normal when it when it whenever it comes it was never normal to start with and it's time to start admitting that and building where you fit in that within within that um i even like for even the online classes and stuff i was telling my mom as a teacher she's a teacher i would say to her i feel like it's a slightly useless exercise because you're preparing children for a world that does not exist in the way that it exists and the curriculum and the way it's been delivered and everything has changed and it will not go back as it was there are not going to be desk jobs for everybody that it's just not going to be so now it's time to think about where we all fit in that mm-hmm. so keep keep your head up I, keep yes. your head up because after the storm yeah like Malene say so you have to find way to fit on and keep your head up <laughs> just keep your head up through this yeah. all right come through survive get up Go ahead, Tish. Um, I would like to say, one, if you're in a situation, like my thing is, if you're in a situation where you are seeing domestic violence and you feel like you can't go in anywhere right now because it have a COVID lockdown, that that is not the truth. That mm-hmm. it have places that you could go. There are numbers that you could call and Google newspapers like there are things you could do don't let anybody make you believe to yourself that you have nowhere that you could run to now or nowhere to put your children don't let nobody make you feel that places locked down magistrate courts still operating police still operating and don't let anybody make you so frightened that you think that you can't leave until after this done if you have to go go without apology 
and shout out to everybody that's trying to make it and hustling hard and still finding the way. All the shops in the ghettos, the hoods, all these things. People who just starting to learn battleship again that I give you something and you give me something tomorrow. Like just yeah, shout out to to all those people that are just getting back into those grooves. Because we could do it. We used to do it before it had money and bank and all them things. We could mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just wanna say all the people who feel like you're struggling to make it through this time for whatever reason, like it's okay. It's alright to feel that way. It's alright to feel like things rough. It's alright to feel down. It's okay to feel it's fine to feel but just know that well according to the song we were trying to sing just now you'll be okay you'll be okay at the end of it all you'll be okay it's okay to feel it's okay to go through the feelings and sometimes you might feel like it it don't have an end but know that you'll be okay trust and believe that you will be okay trust the man yeah um, my message is is in two parts one is we have to be prepared for loss. Nobody wants to hear that. Absolutely nobody wants to hear that. But there's no way to come through it other than to go through it. We don't know how, how, how much more loss we will have to see and witness, but it, it is going to happen. And when you see it, don't let it allow you to lose hope. As long as you are among the living, there's work for you to do as one. And two, this is not time to be hopeless, you know. If you know anything about planet Earth, if you know anything about human civilization, is we, we are resilient, we evolve, we adapt, and we survive. Nature will do its do, and we will come back. We have not seen the tech industries respond to this yet. And trust me, they will. They will very soon. Mm-hmm. And usually the tech industry is usually at the trough of the wave when we need to circumvent a human crisis or hardship. And then is when we're going to really see a new chapter of existence. Then is when we are going to see that our everyday lives are going to be changed forever. Be prepared for that. And to me, the you know way to be prepared for that. Drone hmm? deliveries, dog. I just came up in my mind recently about that. Right? Like people just get, like they just massive drone armies just delivering shit to people and them kind of thing. I mean, it's it it is here. It's it already is here, here. And, and, and and it will come. And the, like the, way, the way the, the way the way for, the way I see we for, we could we could be ready for that is by taking the necessary time to be quiet and it's not it's, it's not it's not bullshit the reason why i'm saying it's not bullshit is we were designed human beings all living species and organisms were made with evolving genes sometimes we get in the way of our own evolution because we think we are to help nature instead of surrendering to it uh-huh surrender to the change and be ready for that change to have its impact on you that is me there want to follow that hey we did we all went there we all went there <laughs> we leave your ass a man for last purposely 
All right. Well, thank you guys so much. I am just so appreciative for this. I really, really am happy that I got all of you guys in one place. I got to have the ladies on board too, get a little insight from them as well. Um, it means a lot to me to have all of you guys here. Um, so thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Bye. 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 And that was Freetown Collective, guys. Thank you so much, Mohammed, Lou, Shana, Tashana, Malini, Jaron Remy, aka DJ Raucus, for joining me for this episode. Make sure you guys follow them on Instagram. We are Freetown, Facebook, Twitter. They're on YouTube as well. And download their music. I guarantee you, you would not be disappointed. We couldn't get a song to work out during our virtual meeting, but Freetown Collective has blessed us with one of their songs off of their new album, Yago, so look out for that at the end of this episode. And remember to like, comment, and subscribe to our podcast, and also share with your friends. We'll see you next rounds. This is Blessed by Freetown Collective. Baby, come close to me, let me tell you something Every time you look at me, it's an eruption A million bullets of love, it's pure emotion And when you hold me, I feel all my troubles wash away Years go, time though.